strong. Well, there's one thing I've learned, Damo, in all my years living in Melbourne is how quickly the weather can change. And over the past 24 hours since our last podcast, I've also learned that how quickly funding can change from the federal government. It's a, firstly, it's a, well, a warm welcome to you, Damo. Yeah, geez, the weather has changed. Uh, the guns are out yesterday and today. Yes. I've got the jumper on again. Um, so great Melbourne weather. But um, yeah, I think... Scotty Morrison must be uh, listening to the Triax Performance Podcast nice. because after our discussion about uh, the pay disparity between the Olympians and the Paralympians, there was a yes. nice little press conference announcing that um, the federal government is going to fund the Paralympians. So I yes. didn't realise our reach was that wide and far, but, geez, we've really come a long way, haven't we, at the Triax team? Well, absolutely. I just, you never know the power of the algorithm, do you? Uh, demo and where that reaches to and obviously reached Canberra pretty quickly yesterday and it was with a sense of irony when I saw that on the news basically after we'd posted the video that we put up about the like you know the, the lack of consistency in the payment between Olympic and Paralympic athletes so it was uh it was quite a turn of events wasn't it very big turnaround so um <laughs> yeah I'm just pleased with the pulling power that we have here at Triax but also that the um mm. the pay Equality has been put in after such public out public uproar, really, yeah. um, about it. Do you reckon? Do you reckon your outfit in yesterday's podcast had anything to do with it? The fact that you had the guns out might have been a bit of an influencing presence on the federal government and the allocation of funding, perhaps. Particularly <laughs> after all the push-ups and uh, the beach weights you were doing, a bit of an enforcer-like uh, look. <laughs> do you think? Yeah. yeah, a bit of a standover man. That's what it sort of felt like. So maybe that stemmed through to Canberra, and you got the job done. Well, I don't want to get too political, but I think it might be just good for ScoMo to talk about something other than COVID to get some uh, yeah. brownie points yeah. from the voters. Yes. So I think that might Absolutely. be part of it as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, on a serious note, welcome back to the podcast as well. It's a quick turnaround between podcasts, but we were pretty passionate about the cause that we spoke about in the previous episode about Paralympians not getting the same amounts of or not getting any bonuses for winning medals compared to the Olympians. So it's 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 a pretty good result, I feel like, Damo, that this has happened and it's happened during the Paralympics as well. It wasn't like an afterthought, you know, a couple of months after the fact. It happened during the Paralympics and, as you said, the the weight of public outcry, I reckon, came and, and basically gave us this result, which is pretty promising. Yeah, I still hope that it was done for the right reasons. Um, yeah. Not just yeah. as sort of a publicity stunt. Obviously, there's plenty going on in Australia and that the government's probably trying to um, deflect away from. But, um, you know, the masses have spoken. There was there was so much going on. Like There's still GoFundMe pages um, running with, yep. you know, sort of like $500,000 in there. So, um, you know, if the government's now going to pay the medalists, hopefully that money does make its way to um, the Paralympic Committee and can be used in, in other ways as well um, to help with funding and training for the next Olympic cycle. It is a quick turnaround. So um, it's good to see that there is that equality and the funding's been provided for the medalists. But um, it, yeah, as I said, it'll be really nice to see that money go into Paralympics um, and, and looking after those other athletes that haven't actually won a medal um, that still require mm. funding. Yeah, and that's probably that's also a really good point as well. Is that 
obviously it's a great result for the Paralympic medalists that will win a medal and will get a bonus. But as you said, for those that haven't, there's still an issue of funding there, isn't there, of course, and the, and the disparity between funding from both AOC and Paralympics Australia. Yeah, that's it. So if, if they can use what they've done from, you know, the public jumping on board um, to sort of help out a little bit and, and do that little bit for them, um, I think that's the best outcome that could come from it. Um, uh, I've mentioned a couple of times, but I think the intentions behind it from the government may not be 100% in the right vein, but um, all in all, it's great that, that, that it's happened. Um, and as you said, it's great that they didn't say, oh, well, we'll instate it for Paris onwards or something like that. At least they've gone, yeah, we've, we're going hit to hit it on the head and, and stop it here and, and bring in that equality for all athletes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and what we spoke about yesterday, how inspiring some of these athletes are and the amount of hard work and dedication that goes into their efforts that we see on the Paralympic stage. And it's I guess it's just it's just rewards for for you know putting that level of commitment in, inspiring people, the next generation to you know put their hand up and have a crack at something. So to see some sort of fiscal remuneration for you know, for their outstanding performances is, you know, is heading in the right direction. And, and but like you said, though, and there's, there's performers and there's moments from the Paralympics that probably won't get the monetary awards. Like there was Stuart Jones. I'm not sure whether you saw that yesterday, the cyclist who willed on one of his other competitors when he, knew, when he realized he wasn't going to win a medal and was helping a fellow competitor basically finish and get up the hill as well. So there's, there's moments like that, which unfortunately won't win or won't get some sort of, financial bonus but should still be celebrated nonetheless yeah i think the one thing is that it's the the paralympics is such it's more wider reaching than just about these medal bonuses Mm. um like you said it's about the the olympics with all its coverage is about inspiring the next um generation of athletes and hopefully getting them into those sports you know swimming athletics that may not be as widely received for for junior athletes um the Paralympics is just as much about that, but inspiring that next generation of, um, you know, non-able-bodied athletes or those with impairments to actually go, hey, I can actually compete on the world stage. Um, yeah. And knowing that there's support and networks out there for them to get into those sports and, and you know, aspire to those dreams. I think it's been great. Um, the amount of coverage that the Paralympics yes. has got has increased mm. significantly. Um, it previously has been on like ABC or ABC two and the, the coverage yeah. has sort of been limited. Whereas at least now it's been on, on seven. Um, it hasn't been on the main channel, but it has been on the secondary channels and also still on the seven plus app. So if you really do want to reach out and get it, um, it hasn't been sort of pushed in your face as much as what the Olympics was, but it's still very much accessible. So I think for that next generation, these implications of extra funding mm. and awareness um, will have, great ramifications on future games. So hopefully we've got more athletes um, moving into those sports and available for selection for Paris and then moving on to future games mm. from there because the government funding's there, the support, the, the marketing and media there is also there for those athletes. Well said, mate. Absolutely well said. And what you said is important about representation, about seeing people, you know, like – that's a lot of people, how many people start off a sporting career when they see someone achieve something great and they say, oh, I want to do that. So being able to see that on mainstream TV, free-to-air TV is huge, absolutely enormous. And then 
What else? What might be interesting from here, Damon, as you said, is what is going to happen in subsequent Paralympics after this, and even on the world stage, because we spoke about yesterday, the United States, they already give the same amount in terms of medal bonuses to their athletes. So it'll be interesting to see if other countries follow suit, like now Australia has promised to do so, whether we spoke about Canada yesterday and Japan about how there's differences there. So it'll be interesting to see whether this is now the norm going forward and hopefully it will be and, and the dominoes will start to fall across the world. Yeah, as a top 10 sort of performer at both the Olympics and Paralympics, Australia's obviously got a big influence on what happens. So um, it's definitely a positive step in the right direction and hopefully we can our changes can encourage those around that are in similar positions to um, do the same for their athletes. All right, Damo. Well, I reckon before we become the public enemies, number one of Canberra, uh, the federal the federal government, we'll, uh, we'll finish it up there. But you know, a great result for Paralympic athletes and, and, and to see that result for them is absolutely outstanding. So a step in the right direction and hopefully – in for the next Paralympic cycles, we see increased funding across the board and uh, we can see the quality of the sports and the athletes continue to improve, mate. Yeah, that's it, mate. It's a fantastic outcome for, for our athletes and um, a great step in the right direction. So hopefully when we're kicking around for the Paris Paralympic Games, we can be talking about how much um, it's changed and how fantastic the Australian government and um, Olympic and Paralympic committees have been in, in making that change. Absolutely, and then even into Brisbane, mate, as well. So when Brisbane comes along, like you dare say, there'll be increases in funding anyway. So hopefully that flow-on effect can start now and you know, we can start getting that, that, that process well and truly underway. So we'll see how we go. But thanks, Damon. You've been outstanding as always. Uh, Ridgie Didge, some, some might say. If, you, if you're watching the screencast, you'll probably get that. Because Damo, instead of rocking the singlet, he's going with his green, uh, the green and gold Ridgie Didge t- jumper. I had to get in the colours for talking about the national pride, mate. So I'm just doing my bit here, Rob. Absolutely. As he's wearing a San Francisco Giants baseball cap. <laughs> Thanks very much, Darren. <laughs> Actually, no, that's probably fitting because it's now Australia and America paying their Paralympic athletes the same amount. So well done, Darren. That's it, mate. My outfit's very much on point with the discussion. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. Another outstanding performance from you, Damon. Thanks for jumping on. If you've got any value out of today's podcast episode, then feel free to like, subscribe, do all the good things, leave a comment. Let us know what you think of the, the situation with the, the Paralympic funding and, and the good news that they're going to receive some equal medal bonuses to the Olympic athletes. But until next time, thanks, Damo. See you later.